T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. you need for your day and the sports music and podcasts you love are all on the free odyssey app download it now hey it's wtic good afternoon let's grab us a little jake from hartford and then we'll uh then we'll get into the the great cut from dick hey jake hey todd thank you uh so uh you know i listen to pastor will and if you listen to Pastor Well, you would think Thermos Clarity, she's the savior of the word. And I was leaning towards voting for her because when you listen to Pastor Well, when she had her on his show, he never questioned her about anything. When I started listening to you and you started showing me the other side of that lady, um, basically she's been, you know, a Republican leader in the state, you know. Um, there you um, go. For a long time, and she did nothing, and I didn't know that. So, well, she did worse than nothing. She she wove a a deceptive appearance where yeah. she pretended to be this hard nosed conservative firebrand while she was letting Democrats do things that were awful for for conservatives. It's unbelievable. So, I want to thank you because what I noticed about you, you have the the, the guts to stand up to these politicians, and now when we need people like yourself. I have a lot of respect for Pastor Will, but I'm just surprised. When you listen to Tim McClary on Pastor Will's show, he, she, she, he presented her like the savior of the world. And until I started listening to you, so I got to tell Levy to thank you for my vote because it was you who were able to lift that late, and I was able to see the other side. So I want to thank you, and I want to stay continue doing what you're doing because our politics right now is that people are taking sides. But the fact that you were able to stand up and did that, you did that for me. You did it for my whole entire family because until a few weeks ago, Tamara Clarence was the lady for it. Well, and you keep doing what you're doing too, Jake, and that is to keep thinking and keep using multiple sources to get your information because we can all make mistakes. And for, uh, for us to be on the right side of things, we need to make sure we're getting full information. So thank you, sir. I appreciate that. And I'm glad it worked out for you. It's 
The Todd Feinberg Show, live from the NJ Diet Studios on WTIC News Talk 1080. Wow. Elon Musk sold $7 billion in Tesla stock for the Twitter deal. That story's out this afternoon, but I, I don't know when he sold the stock. Just saw the headline. It would be interesting if he's going going ahead with it. Oh, he's it's preemptive to make sure he doesn't have to do a fire sale, an emergency sale, and, and drive down the value. Bob in Enfield, hi. Hello, can you hear me? Bob! Yes, can you hear me? Can you hear me? I can hear you fine. I can hear you fine. Can you believe it? Uh, hey, that's uh, the power of technology. Yes, indeed. Hey, a couple of reasons why Leora will be a great candidate. First of all, being a legal immigrant, she believes in the uh, Declaration of Independence and the concept of life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. She will support and defend the Constitution of the United States. As we said, she's a Cuban legal immigrant. She speaks Spanish. She's for building the wall and uh, keeping out illegal immigrants. She's pro-family. She's pro-police and pro-military. She believes there's consequences for people's actions and that there are probably not enough people that have been incarcerated because of their actions. She believes in... All right, that's a long enough list here. We get, we get the drift. You don't have to tell us everything. But thank you, Bob. Good to hear from you. 860-522-9842. Kimberly Fiorella joins us now. State Representative from Greenwich. And, uh, yeah, so on Election Day, we don't have any candidates on the air to, to uh, keep the airwaves in a public service mode. And Kimberly wanted to come on yesterday and talk about, would you want to call from the polls and just get everybody hyped to go vote? So uh, you can do it retroactively. I can, I can uh, share the excitement that we felt with uh, our victorious night last night. We, so uh, you were, you're friends with Leora Levy, right? Uh, yes, um, I, I nominated her. I'm delighted she ran. Um, you know, she ran an aggressive campaign. We just, from day one, she's she is a woman on a mission. And um, I, I don't know if folks know, but we also have a new woman chairwoman for the RTC, the Republican Town Party in Greenwich. And there's just this incredible energy. And it's a little bit like the mama bears of Greenwich have... Um, been activated, and they are very motivated to uh, elect conservatives in Connecticut. Um, so does this represent a change? Was the Greenwich Republican Town Committee more of a, a kind of centrist, go, get along to go along to get along kind of group? Um, I, I don't want to disparage it. Well, I'm just That's looking. Just, was there a shift in ideology? Is that what you're describing? Or a youth there's movement? There's a real or? shift in, in energy. Okay. And uh, there's a real shift in folks who want to get stuff done, you know, not so much to meet and talk, but meet and do. And they're informed and they're engaged and uh, they're smart. And they, um, you know, if we try something, it doesn't work, then we pivot. 
and we get our resources together. Um, you know, you say knock on doors, we go knock on a thousand doors. You know, we have time, we get in our cars, we, we go, we just, we just get stuff done. And, um, <laughs> well, that's good. <laughs> you just have so, to push that out to the other 180 whatever towns it is. 169 towns. It's 169, but, that's it. You know, Leora is, um, she has the message, she has the money, and she has the moxie. And, the moxie uh, we'll, is the best we'll, M of all. Yeah, I love the moxie. I think we'll I think that's infectious. I I do believe that's infectious, Kimberly. That that attitude of we've got to win, we've got to make it known what we stand for, we've got to not be intimidated. Those things really carry a lot of weight and create a a a, a lift to a campaign, and and people are looking for that. I I'm really grateful that you know it, we're tapping into the fact that there are so many great citizens. I said that with um, the fight on zoning. It's so esoteric. Um, all these women in Greenwich, like, we're not going out to play tennis anymore. You know, we're out to save our state and save our country. Um, and uh, actually, on that note, if you don't mind, I would really love to pivot to a town hall I'm hosting tomorrow. Is that all right. cool? Kimberly Fiorello is our guest state representative from Greenwich. What's the town hall you're hosting tomorrow? Is this a Zoom town hall or an in-person? Yeah, it's, a, it's another Zoom town hall. It's part of my summer public policy series. And I know it's so hard to grab folks' attention in the summer, but I really hope that um, you can chill with your lemonade and at the end of your day, Zoom in tomorrow night, 7 to 8 p.m. The topic is health care insurance and why is it so expensive in Connecticut and what can we do about it? And the opportunity tomorrow night is really um, timely because our Connecticut Insurance Department, our government, is asking for public input. They're having a public hearing, which is not common for them to do in the summertime, but the insurers in Connecticut are coming to the regulators and asking for a 20% rate hike. That was in the news, you know, two, three weeks ago, and uh, Attorney General Tong and other politicians, you know, were feigned, were, were outraged. And uh, to me, it's a feigned outrage because there's a reason why uh, health insurance is so expensive in the insurance capital of this country. Why do we get it so wrong? And it's because of the actions of so many of these politicians um, that we put all these fees on insurance, these assessments on them. And most of all, we put on the most health benefit mandates. And with no cost-benefit analysis. And um, there's, people need to understand that it's public policy that is making health insurance so expensive. And, hey, we have a chance to get on Zoom on August 15th and give the insurance department, you know, some real common-sense solutions and a piece of our mind. And don't be afraid that insurance is an esoteric topic. All of us uh, struggle with how expensive health insurance is. So come on my Zoom tomorrow. I have what time is the Zoom call? 7 to 8 p.m. Okay, just an hour. That's good. Yep. Uh, you can go to repfiorello.com. You'll see the note there. Register. Join my Zoom. Let's talk about health insurance with an expert. What are possible solutions? And then on the 15th at 9 a.m., Zoom in to the health insurance side, the insurance department, and tell those regulators 
uh, how you want your government to do, what you want your government to do. Well, even if they're not going to, even if people don't want to do the hearing, I think they should do the Zoom tomorrow <laughs> so they can under come to understand that the reason why certain things are out of control expensive is because the, they haven't been left alone to do their natural thing. The, you know, if you have a marketplace that's at work, the marketplace is always filled with players who are fighting to offer services cheaper. And as soon as the government comes in, it freezes everything and kills off market competition and takes away the, the mechanism that we know works best to lower prices. Absolutely. And these politicians, they're incredibly disingenuous when it comes to health care and the cost of health care. Um, you know, they put all these mandates on, but the truth is that most of us get our insurance through, you know, big um, deal, our, our, our big employers, and those they can't touch. What the politicians can touch is the stuff that's in the, the public sector, the um, exchange, and then anybody that's a small business and you're trying to, or you're self-employed, those are the, um, those are the insurance plans that get impacted by all of the mandates that the politicians put on. And so when they act like they've just helped huge swaths of people, they haven't. And they've made it most expensive for some of the most vulnerable people, people trying to run small <laughs> businesses or people who are self-employed. And this is the fact in Connecticut. Um, and I have uh, Jeff Hogan, who has been 35 years in the industry. He is an advisor to state governments. He knows uh, a lot about what other states are doing. Um, he's told me that Maine is making you know, strides in, trans in cost transparency, and he has a lot of other things he can talk to us about. So we should get on. We have to get informed. Um, I always believe you know, the more information we citizens have, the more engaged we'll get. And Absolutely. More powerful. And, and All right, so really plug the, 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 plug the event. Just, uh, just uh, give time and how people get information. Okay, and stuff so like tomorrow that. night, 7 to 8 p.m. It's on Zoom, healthcare insurance. Uh, go to repfiorello.com to register. Repfiorello.com to register. Tomorrow night, 7 to 8 o'clock. Learn about why health insurance is so expensive and how the government conspires to drive up the cost. And a new twist on it from Kimberly. I didn't realize that they were, that, that the Democrats are actually driving up the cost for their key constituencies while they're telling those same constituencies that they're creating a program for them that's going to save them a lot of money. Absolutely. Is... Please join. All right, Kimberly, thank you. Summer public policy. What else can we do but talk public policy? It's good It's stuff. a great way to stay cool and relax and clear your <laughs> mind. Exactly. All right, Kimberly Fiorello, state representative from Greenwich, 860-522-9842. Now... We've been, uh, we promised you a little Dick Blumenthal tape, and we're going to play that as soon as Anthony can get it drummed up and ready. And the, uh, this goes back to, I don't know, it's maybe a year ago, maybe a little less than a year ago. Dick Blumenthal was misspeaking on TV in a hearing. So he was aggressively going after people in a hearing from the tech world, from uh, Facebook, I guess. And they were misunderstanding him, or he was misunderstanding. No, he was misunderstanding and saying things that 
didn't make any sense. And it was a wonderful moment of embarrassment for him because because Bloomy was right there trying to act like the tough guy who was enforcing the rules. But what he demonstrated was that he didn't really know what was going on. He didn't know of of what he was speaking. And he was showing that he's really just one of those senators who walks into a hearing and gets handed a an, a folder, and he goes through the stuff in the folder. So as soon as he, Anthony comes back, we'll have him play that. And in the meantime, let's... Um, Let's play some rants, all right? Hey, Todd, I want to thank you and your guests for wiping some of the dust off that uh, relic of corruption over at Hartford Yard Dunkin' Donut Stadium. You know, I was screaming boondoggle before the first shovel went in. I literally am surprised that they had um, enough envelopes to patch around that cash uh, from the beginning, even up to now. We had We went from one incompetent mayor slash attorney to another. I mean, Pedro Cigar put us in this uh, jackpot from the beginning, and then uh, Luke Bronin made it even worse. And remember, I told you, he kicked off that contractor while he's married to somebody who teaches zoning and planning at UConn, Sarah Bronin. Uh, but anyway, he put Connecticut taxpayers on the hook now, probably beyond a decade we're on the hook already when, when they lose this uh this judgment. I mean, when the judgment goes in favor of the contractor, uh, we're in trouble. Mark's talking about the judgment when when the contractor who was fired from building Dunkin' Donuts Park by the city, they're now going to be able to sue the city again. And and uh, Mark and a lot of other people think that they will win and the city will be on the hook for a lot of money. So that's what he's referring to there. Which is kind of gratifying. Not that people will have to pay the money, but but the idea that leaders who are doing stuff opaquely and it doesn't make sense, and it boomerangs, it's nice to have them publicly right there on display. I hope this one. Folks are dismayed after the FBI raid. If they fail to score on what they're looking for, I don't think that Trump is afraid. Frank, I, I don't think he does much afraid. I hope Frank from Windsor, happy days are here again. Yeah. Themis is gone. Isn't that now. great? Although <laughs> acts like her always resurface. They really never go away. But for now, Themis is gone. Happy days are here again. You could have sung it for us. All right, Anthony, you ready to play that? Tell us what Finsta is before we play this. Because we have to know what he was saying at the hearing, that he didn't understand what he was saying. So Dick Blumenthal had a hearing about Facebook and social media because, you know, they've been ruining the world. And he addressed something called Finsta, which is fake Instagram. It's it's an antonym for that, and it's... It's just essentially a page you have for close friends. It's just a smaller page. It's a Finsta. It's so, so it's could, harmless? Is it harmless? Or yeah. do people use it for nefarious purposes? No, I'd say it's... I mean, I don't know. Sometimes people could probably gossip on it, talk about other people that they don't know. But, you know, it's just small groups. A lot of, uh, you know, it could be okay. just intimate so, social so media. So Finsta's not a big deal. And what we'll hear... We'll have to do it after news. But uh, what we will hear after news is... Dick Blumenthal acting like the big, smart, tough guy 
but revealing himself to not be big and tough or what was the other part smart is that it <laughs> yeah i think so yeah. yeah i don't think so i don't think he came through on either of those let's go to the bps lawyers traffic center big tough smart mark christopher is there hey mark smart tough yeah uh, you must be referring to Anthony. That has nothing to do with me. I could tell you that. All you passing the buck people. <laughs> we really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only twenty-five dollars a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile, get four iPhone 15s on us, and four lines for twenty-five bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. If your day sounds like... We need the report ASAP. You deserve Medella. If you've persevered through... You deserve this rich golden lager with a crisp but refreshing taste. Or if you overcame. Two more rings, two more. You deserve this ice cold reward. Modelo, the Markable Fighter. Trick responsibly, beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. something from the Todd Feinberg show listen to the podcast on WTIC.com slash podcast yeah so alright we're going to play this bloomy cut this was several months ago hearings tough guy going after Facebook Senate hearing big titanic he-man Dick Blumenthal talking to the women from uh, Facebook about Finsta, which he wants them to crack down on this nasty, evil, dangerous thing, this secret thing that Facebook does that hurts people that is, is nothing, apparently. It's just some innocent little back, back room where you can have private conversations but is not nefarious or not considered to be. Anyway, let's listen to Blumy. Will you commit to ending Finsta? Huh? Finsta? Senator, uh, again, let me explain. We don't actually, we don't actually <laughs> do, do Finsta. What Finsta refers to is young people setting up uh, accounts where they want, may want to have uh, more privacy. You refer to it as privacy from their parents. What, what, in my interaction with teens, what I've found is that they sometimes like to have a, an account where they can interact just with their with a smaller group of, of friends. Well, Finsta is one of your actually Finsta is one of your products or services. We're not talking here about Google or Apple. It's Facebook, correct? <laughs> Finsta is slang for for a type of account. Okay, it's will not, you end that type of account? 
<laughs> we, I, I'm not sure I under, understand exactly what you're asking. What I can say is that based on what we've seen in terms of, of teens using those kinds of accounts, we've actually given them additional privacy options to, to, address, to address those kinds of issues where they want more privacy so that they can have more privacy. So well, he, he doesn't, I don't think that's an answer to my question. Yeah, because your question is nonsensical. <laughs> because you didn't read your material. You just walked in there like a tough guy who's going to read the, the envelope from your staff in real time. I and not understand what you were doing. I love how it ends like that. <laughs> you, you just pull that thing as a cut, that last bit that you love so much. Where he says, well, well I don't I think. don't think that's an answer to my question. Yes, Dick. Actually, it is. Finsta is a good thing. It's a private place where kids can be more secure when they're having private interactions on Facebook. And, and it's not a product, Finsta, per se. It's just a term they made up for using a room that has more privacy. And I don't think that's privacy. an answer to my question. Well, it might be if you paid some attention. Come here. Let's... Yes. Can you believe it? Can you believe it is the question. Are you on Finsta, Mark? I'm sorry, Todd. Say that again. I don't think that's an answer to my question. I don't think that's an answer <laughs> no. to my question, Mark. No, that's not the answer to your question. I do have the answer to your question. You probably are asking, <laughs> are you going to do some traffic for me? And the answer is absolutely yes. Now, back to the Todd Feinberg Show. Live from the NJ Diet Studios on WTIC News Talk 1080. Has Joe Markley been? Well, he's been away. And then uh, last week we weren't on. It's been a couple weeks, but it's summertime. People take vacations. You're allowed, Joe. I'm, you're forgiven. No, thank you very much. It's, it, I've missed it, though, Todd. It, I need my outlet. I'm sure you have, especially with all the politics going on. And, and who can you rant and rave to and show your true obsessiveness about politics? But with us here on WTIC. Well, and today is the perfect day because we got something very concrete to talk about. If we were talking a week ago, we would have been speculating about the primary. And now, now who are you calling analyze. concrete? <laughs> I, uh, Dick Blumenthal is concrete. Yes, <laughs> I, I, you know, this has always been my theory about Dick Blumenthal. Um, I think Dick, Dick Blumenthal has a glass jaw. I've always thought he's he's kind of been the golden boy forever. I remember when he first showed up way back in the early 80s, before he was even in the legislature, he was in the district attorney's office or something. Mm -hmm. And he was on TV one day, and my, I'm sitting with my sister, who was a young woman at the time, and he came on and she said, gee, who's that good-looking guy? And I thought, uh-oh, this guy's going to be a politician. And sure enough, uh, he's been with us so long that I don't think we have to worry about people voting for him because he's so sexually magnetic so but, you're saying you you remember dick blumenthal you're old enough to remember him when he was young enough to be good looking yes indeed he looked like the arrow collar man if you remember uh uh that those ads from the 30s i don't remember them directly but i remember arrow shirts he had that kind of arrow shirts he had that kind of mm -hmm. look but um but he's been around forever he's almost never really had a tough race and he has a glass jaw in the, in, the, in the way that I think there's boxers who look great, but then if somebody can just punch them, down they go. 
And I think Blumenthal has just been waiting for the right person to come around. And, along but what makes you think that, given that nobody's ever taken a good shot at him and proven it? Well, because he doesn't really have any. There's a, if you ask the average person who likes Dick Blumenthal, why do you like him? It's because he's he's out, he's been out in front on a hundred um, insignificant issues as attorney general and as a U.S. senator. His whole career has been finding like little nice things to do. But he it's built on this uh, do something that gets you in front of a camera every in day. In front of a camera and out to events. And I mean, I got to give him the I give him credit. And let me say, people hate to hear me say this. My personal interactions with Dick Blumenthal, he's always been a very a downright friendly guy. I've, mm-hmm. I've, I've, I've liked him despite myself. And I've had a number of personal interactions with him because even in my little Senate district of five towns, Blumenthal was always showing up. And yeah. I'd look at it and think, holy smokes, this guy, say what you will for him, he is hardworking. I'm driving from Southington to Walcott. He's driving from Stanford to Walcott. You know? yeah, his wife must just say, get out of the house and don't come back. Well, there is something strangely compulsive about all of it, but we'll leave yeah. that aside. There's something strangely compulsive about you know Elon well, Musk, too, but it, it, does, it, it does result in success sometimes. Um, but that's all he's got going for him. I don't think people have a, a deep attachment to him. And as your clip shows, I don't, he, you know, he's got this pedigree, this Harvard, Yale pedigree, but I don't think he's necessarily that quick on the draw. Mm-hmm. And I think that he could, <laughs> if, you, if I could put it that way, and you could, I think he could be set back on his heels. And mm-hmm. I got to say, not to be overly optimistic, because I'm not overly optimistic, but I think Leora Levy is the kind of person who can do it. I know her very well, like her tremendously. And uh, she is quick on her feet and she is passionate and she's got, uh, she can communicate. I don't think she's reached um, her full ability to communicate. I think she's got some growth ahead of her. Mm -hmm. She can communicate in Spanish, which is magnificent. Um, And she's obviously not scared. I mean, she came out of a primary, an unfortunately kind of bare-knuckle primary. I wish it hadn't been quite so um, uh, brutal in the end. Well, the TV commercials uh, were. Is that what you mean? Yeah, the TV commercials. But even on a personal level, people, I think the candidates themselves disliked each other to an unusual extent. And I think the supporters of the candidates developed hard feelings to an unusual extent isn't it um, funny how all that happens without anybody meeting each other except for yeah, the candidates yeah. maybe having quick moments with each other you, todd this is one of the things when i say for instance that my personal interactions with dick blumenthal have have been unfortunately pleasant um when you do meet people more often than not you you like them so i think in some ways the less you actually time you spend with the people you perceive as your enemies the more you're able to see them as your enemies. Um, and, and that happens, that's, that certainly has happened in this race with people getting extremely down on Leora or extremely down on Themis for that matter. I mean, you can dislike Themis for some of the things she stands for, but she's not a detestable person and neither is Leora. But I'll, I'll tell you, the press is just out to get Leora to an extent that shows how little um, objectivity they have yeah journalistic um, values are not ruling the day at at most newspapers today no no and and she's got to get past that she's got to show that she is i if i say she's a charming woman i mean i truly believe that i've i've, I've spent 
sat and spent time with her and had long conversations with her, and I thought she was just... And um, she's got she's to make that available for everybody to see. She's got to let other people see that. And at the same time, she has got to hit Dick Blumenthal right on the chin. Mm. And um, if she can Boy, do that... Boy, you're painting can, a, an exciting picture. You, you, and you can, do it, you can do it separately because, I mean, you have two kinds of ads. You have the, hi, I'm Leora Levy ad, which is um, warm and wins people over. And then you have the Dick Blumenthal voted to, to add 85,000 IRS agents, you know, with the ad where they're... With the, yes, with the, with the black fuzzy and black and white yeah. and the big voice, ominous yeah. voice. So you can, you can manage to remain a nice guy and still, um, and still land the punches. And that's what I hope she does. I, she's got the, we know she's got the ability to raise money because she's done it for Republicans all over the country. Um, and she's owed favors all over the country. And I hope she can call them in and get the money she needs and use it effectively against Blumenthal. All right. Talk about, we're talking to Joe Markley, former state senator. What, talk to us about the Trump aspect of this, that Trump came in at the last minute, endorsed her, and how that might have helped her, and how that changes the dynamic in the state, if it does. What, what's your take on all this? Two tremendous questions. And uh, the, number one, I can't really give a great answer for. I, I had a hard time. I, I, I kind of knew that Peter Lumage was not in the hunt. Um, and I like Peter a lot, and I supported him. But um, it, it, these, these two ladies both kind of sprinted past him, I'm afraid. And I wasn't completely convinced that, uh, that Leora could pull it off. I don't know to what extent Trump uh, made the difference. But I don't doubt, first of all, that there were some people who were uh, going to vote for uh, Lumage kind of out of old loyalties, that maybe said, well, if Trump's with Leora, that's the person. And also people that were motivated, especially in light of what was going on with Trump at exactly that moment, because um, I, 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 like a lot of people, I, I, I'm tired out of Trump, but I still think that the, um, uh, I'm very outraged by, by the raid. And I think that it's going to drive a lot of Republicans back into his arms. As a matter of fact, Todd, the, in my Machiavellian uh, mode, I might say I wonder if one of the reasons for doing this wasn't to promote Trump, in a sense, to drive Republicans back into feeling that they need to defend him and they need to stand with him. As some kind of manipulation of the political marketplace. Yeah. Now, what we're going to see in Connecticut is what we just heard on the news report, which is the uh, the Democratic state chairwoman saying, well, now Donald Trump is on the ballot. And they will make every effort, um, not just in Blumenthal's race and not particularly in Blumenthal's race, but I think also in the gubernatorial race, that uh, Bob Stefanowski is now going to be asked, you know, do you agree with your running mate, Leora Levy, about abortion or, or immigration or anything else that they may have a difference of opinion about? Do you, uh, do you accept her, the backing that she received from Trump? They're going to do everything they can to interject Trump into that campaign, which, of course, it has nothing to do with. But that doesn't mean they won't do it. Sure. And why, why, and, I wonder why the media doesn't go running up to Democrats, though, because it, the flip side to me of so Trump is some big liability this year for Republicans is the theory. First off, I think something might have changed in that dynamic 
because of the new energy attached to Trump, where he's being victimized by the government, by the Democrats as those in charge of government. And now they've got big government going after the former president in a way that is unheard of. And Democrats were only a couple of years ago telling us about how, you know, people in the FBI are supposed to keep their mouths shut when people are running for president and stay out of it while the campaign's going on. So I think there's a liability there. And why isn't the media ever shoving microphones into the faces of Democrats and saying, so uh, big government is on the ballot this year. Are you going to demand the lower taxes or something? Well, we to, know. <laughs> well, but we but know it would be such an it. obvious thing to do. They love doing this to Republicans. Yes, they love doing it to Republicans. They see that it, the, the new media, the current media, sees their job as being uh, as, as going after Republicans, exposing Republicans, because mm-hmm. all sensible people, all the members of the elite that came out of the Ivy League that have these kinds of jobs, et cetera, et cetera, um, subscribe to this idea that Republicans are just wrong and have to be stopped. So we can't, we can, it's, it's not good, but we got to expect it. And what Bob Stefanowski has got to be able to slip that punch, you know, I mean, he's got to be, have an answer to it that's so deft that they just stop answering it because they stop. Stop asking, yeah, because they, they get hurt every, they, and their glass jaws get exposed. I think they've all got a glass jaw on this issue that, that you're identifying the right thing, Joe, that if, if people are saying to Democrats all the time, what are you going to do to get us into good fiscal condition? What are you going to do to make Connecticut affordable? What are you going to do to cut taxes? What are you going to do to stop the inflation you created with all this big government? The second thing you said is also very interesting, Todd, which is this Trump situation is going to energize the base. And that's true. That's very true. The trouble, the challenge for Connecticut Republicans and the challenge for the Leora Levy campaign is what you do with that energy, because the energy doesn't automatically increase your numbers. So suddenly you say, we've got a lot of people that are fired up and want to do something. Is the Connecticut Republican Party in a position to put those people effectively to work? Is the Leora Levy campaign organized in such a way that it can bring volunteers in and put them to work? Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's a problem, and I think that's where, uh, if I if I see a if I, I see a challenge, it's a, here's a challenge. I would say we had three candidates for the United States Senate. I think they all three of them ran mediocre campaigns at best. I don't think there was really a, a particularly effective campaign. Mm-hmm. Leora has won. I think what she's got to watch out for is thinking, oh well, I must have run a good campaign because I won the election. If Themis had run a better campaign, I think she could have won. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that she left an opening for Leora. Uh, you know, one of the most brilliant things, Ronald Reagan was a brilliant politician. And one of the most amazing things he did was after he was kind of in trouble early in the 1980 presidential campaign, there was a sense that he was maybe over the hill and could be taken out. He won the New Hampshire primary. Yep. But the day he won the New Hampshire primary, he fired his team and brought in new people because he knew he didn't have the right team. It's very tough and very rare to do that when you're winning. But I think that um, Leora has to take a look at her campaign from top to bottom and make sure she has the people that she needs to use the energy that's going to come her way. Joe, just a few seconds left, but what did she do that was so bad? Because I've heard so many people talk about her terrible campaign. Well, I, I, think, she, I think she had good... Um, she had good ammunition. 
against Themis and she used it. I think she could have won the campaign without even having to go after Themis if she if she motivated um, volunteers. No, I'm sorry. The other Themis side. Them, what did Themis do that was so bad? Oh, I don't. You know, I'm not even sure what Themis did. I when the campaign was over, I wasn't sure what it was all about. I never. I mean, you didn't even Themis feel really the campaign. Theme. You couldn't. You I, couldn't. I'll tell you, a theme. What doesn't work is saying I'm the best candidate. Mm -hmm. um, people don't want. People don't care. People want to vote for somebody they believe in. They don't. They're not making this calculation of well, I like this one, but this one's more likely to win. That's right. not how you get votes in a primary. Yeah, you don't vote against your wishes for somebody you That's think right. is better. Yeah. Okay, Joe Markley, great to talk with you once again. Look forward to it next week. Very good, Todd. Thank you, sire. Eight six zero five two two nine eight four two. After we get ourselves a news update, we're going to play a bunch more rants. We have Leora Levy joining us next hour at uh, 540. So we'll talk to her. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.